Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, John eleven thirty-seven. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is John eleven thirty seven. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? One day, when a friend's daughter was in second, maybe third grade, she asked her to help her with some household chores. And the young girl replied, If you really loved me. Now, those of you with children are probably chuckling right now. And I should clarify, today this woman is a loving, self-sacrificing, generous adult who intentionally seeks out opportunities to serve. But when my friend relayed this story to me, it made me think of times when I have viewed God's actions or lack of actions through the same faulty lens, assuming if he truly loved me, that he would act in a certain way. The story surrounding today's verse illustrates that God operates out of perfect, flawless wisdom, and perfect love, even when we don't understand. We can only see what is directly in front of us, that problem that seems able to capsize our dreams or everything we hold dear, whereas God sees our entire lives, our momentary hardships, our doubts, and the questions buried deep in our souls, and the faith and assurance he wants to grow within us. If you're familiar with the Bible, you might recognize this miracle recorded in John chapter 11. One day, near the end of Jesus's earthly ministry, a man named Lazarus, someone Christ cared deeply for, fell ill. And so, according to verse 3, his sister sent word saying, Lord, the one you love is sick. Did you catch what she said there? Lord, the one you love is sick. Don't skim over this. The sisters were confident of Christ's love for their brother, but presumably for them as well. They entered their crisis with that knowledge. They were loved. When I speak to women at conferences and retreats, this is a reality I often highlight, the fact that you and I are loved. Because knowing that, truly believing that, has profound impact on our lives, our emotions, 
our relationships, and how we handle hard circumstances. Everything feels more manageable, less frightening and painful when we choose to trust God's love, not just in a general theological sense, but trust in his love for us personally. Martha entered her crisis with that knowledge and assurance, and she fully expected Jesus to respond immediately, to rush to her house and to keep her brother from dying, to heal him, thereby keeping her and her younger sister and her brother from pain. Only Jesus delayed for three days, during which time Lazarus died. Now let's sit here for a moment. Those of us who've read the full story, told in the span of 44 verses, less than a full chapter, knowing how it all turns out, might be tempted to skim past the anguish these women felt, watching their brother go sicker and sicker, watching for Jesus to come, maybe even hearing from whomever they had sent to fetch him, that he showed no signs of coming, that he had in fact remained where he was, teaching and healing the masses. And imagine the pain Lazarus must have felt as well, for himself as he was dying, and also for his grieving sisters as he progressively approached death. And then he breathed his last. Jesus had not come, at least not in time, not from a human perspective. In reality, however, Jesus showed up at the perfect time to accomplish his perfect plans. First, Martha, then Mary came out to meet him, both of them stating, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now, scripture tells us when Jesus saw Mary and the Jews that were with her weeping, he was moved to tears. Some of those present that day took his tears as evidence of his love, but others discounted or downplayed Jesus's display of emotion, stating, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? They believed if Jesus had truly loved Lazarus, he would have kept him from dying. In other words, that he would have responded according to their expectations. When he didn't, they assumed Christ's delay and how things appeared at that particular point in time showed lack of care. But they were wrong. Jesus saw and felt deep compassion for their pain. He heard their prayers. He knew what they desperately wanted. But more than that, He knew what they and everyone else gathered around Lazarus's tomb needed. He was focused beyond their temporary pain, as deep as their anguish was, and on to eternity, to heaven, where sickness, heartache, and death would no longer exist. And so Jesus allowed Lazarus to die and to remain dead for four days, which from the Jewish perspective was well beyond hope. And then he raised him to life so that Martha, Mary, Lazarus, and everyone else watching the miracle unfold would come to believe in the one who is the resurrection and the life. Jesus sees our pain as well. He sees our pain and he hears our prayers. We won't always like or comprehend why he does what he does. We may not understand his hand, but we can always, always trust his heart. We can enter any crisis. We can walk through any crisis intentionally reminding ourselves that we are the people he loves. We are God's chosen, deeply loved children. And sometimes that's a choice. 
Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for your love for us. Thank you that you are always present. Whether we can hear you, whether we can feel you or sense your presence or not, you are with us. And you have promised you would never leave us. You have promised us your love. You have told us again and again through scripture how much you love us. And then you demonstrated that love when you sent your son to come to earth to take our sin upon himself and to die on the cross. And Jesus revealed his love in that moment as well. When we're tempted to doubt, when we are tempted to view our circumstances as an indication of lack of love, remind us of that moment when Jesus hung on the cross for us, when he gave up his very life so that we could live deeply connected with him. Lord, search our hearts, search our minds, remove the lies that that hold us in bondage, that keep us afraid, that make us feel more anxious, and that lead to despair. Help us to feel our emotions authentically, but also to inform our emotions with truth. Scripture is true. In the name of your precious, victorious Son, our Savior, we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.